Brian Powell of I Run Far here with Hayden Hawks before the 2021 Western States 100. How are you, Hayden? Doing well, man. Excited to be here. Really hungry to start this race. <laughs> yeah. What's got you excited for Western States? Uh, I think, you know, it, it's only my second 100 mile that I've ever actually started. You know, I started yeah. UTMB two years ago, but dropped out at mile 50. And so I'm just really excited to go out there and run 100 miles again and to get the finish this time, you know, and I'm really focused on just finishing this race and also, you know, it's it's been a while since we've had a really big event like this, mm -hmm. and I'm just excited to get out there and race with really top competition, and I feel very prepared. I feel humble, but I feel, feel very prepared at the same time. Yeah, how, like, with that prepared and humble, you know, wanting to perform and wanting to finish, like, how does that mix play out in your head on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard because, you know, I've always had a lot of confidence in myself. I've always believed, you know, that I can win. And I do believe that I can win Western States, but I've learned kind of over the years, especially like last year, I learned a lot with JFK and some other races that I did that as I focus on myself, as I focus on running my own race first, um, the wins, the course records, stuff like that just kind of comes with mm -hmm. it. And so I, I'm being humble in that I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm focusing on the finish. I'm focusing on just getting that hundred mile distance down. But I also have confidence because my training's gone, gone so well, yeah. and, and I do believe that I can win if, if I do what I know I need to do. So what does that training block look like coming into to Western States? <laughs> does it look different than your training for UTMB a couple of years ago or what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I tried something new a little bit before UTMB a couple of years ago. I kind of dropped my volume, mm -hmm. which people might think, you know, that's kind of dumb. Like, why would you drop your volume right before a race like UTMB? But I, I was kind of focusing on like, maybe I'm doing a little too much volume, you know? And, and since then I've realized that I respond really well to volume. Mm -hmm. I respond really well to vert training. Like, uh, and so I've put a lot of volume, a lot of vert into this training block. Um, I've done all the little things too. Like, you know, I've, I've had issues with, uh, sodium in my system, you know, putting too much sodium into mm -hmm. my system. Um, and so I've done four sweat tests, um, uh, leading into Western States, I've done strength training, cross training. I, I've done all just the little things, really focusing on meeting the demands of this race. And maybe in the past, you've let those little things slide and just focused on the, the big pieces of the pot. Yeah, I feel like with UTMB, like my, my training was a little bit purposeless. I, I wasn't really focusing on the demands of the UTMB. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like training just to get fit. But now I'm realizing that, yeah, fitness is an element of, of running these ultra marathons. But there's more to it, you know, meeting the demands of each thing, like, like heat, heat, you know, yeah. I have to prepare, prepare for the heat here. I have to prepare for, you know, the downhill and, and make sure my, my quads are trained for the downhill nutrition, hydration, all those little details. I, I think like the, the biggest thing is like, I'm all in now, yeah. you know, in the past, like I kind of got away with talent and, and I got away with, you know, just training you know mm. purposely or like unpurposed with no yeah. purpose yeah um but now i'm i'm training with definitely more purpose and i'm all in yeah one thing i didn't hear you, you talked about a bunch of specifics for western states and you thrive on vert have you also done some specific like run training because that's there's a lot of faster runnable terrain later in this race yeah yeah i've mixed it mix it up definitely you know my my weeks have consisted on my my, my big weeks 30 hours of training um, you know, some of that's on the bike as okay. well. A, a lot of running, there's probably, you know, 25 hours of running in that week, five hours of bike. 
um, and then two or three hours of strength training. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm also like doing workouts, you know, I'm, I'm doing two or three workouts a week. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, I'm getting Verdin, you know, 20 to 25,000 feet a week. Um, but I'm also focusing a lot on some speed training. You know, I, I put in some faster intervals, some tempo runs, different things like that. Speed's definitely a strength that I have and, and I definitely don't want to get rid of that. Yeah. And so I, I continue to build that speed. And it up. sounds like the vert stuff comes naturally just because you enjoy it. Yeah. And I feel like the speed actually, they, they play with each other yeah. really well. Like you, you focus on the speed and, and getting that economy down and, and that just pure fitness down and it actually helps you on the trails. It helps you on the vert because I, I'm actually a better climber when I have that economy and I have that speed. Mm -hmm. uh, what What's bringing you to Western States to, to go for your first hundred mile finish. I mean, I've always wanted to run Western States and I actually thought I would run Western States before UTMB, um, as my first hundred miler. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a long time ago I worked at the St. George running center when I was growing up and the owner of that store actually used to, uh, volunteer here at Western States cause he grew up in this area mm -hmm. and he would always talk about this race and how amazing it was and the community around it and the history around it. And I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to run that race someday. Like I really want to do that race. And, you know, me and him have kept in contact over the years and we're really good friends. He's actually crewing me here at Western oh, States. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, I, I just, I've always really wanted to do this race. You know, it intrigues me. I was able to crew and pace Matt Daniels a couple mm -hmm. years ago here. And I fell in love with it there and was like, you know, I got to get back and do that race. Does that provide a different feel going into the race and just going to a, a beautiful race that's competitive somewhere? Is there, is there like an extra element to it? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a history buff. I love history. And there's a lot of historical stuff about this race, you know, especially for, you know, endurance sport. And, uh, I love that element of it. it it's special. And really mm -hmm. it is. The community here is very special. Um, you know, the experience I had with Matt a couple of years ago was very special. Mm -hmm. You know, I was able to build a, a really strong relationship with him and we're really good friends. We talk to each other almost daily. Um, but also like, I mean, the, the competition, like everything, like this is the place to be, you know, in June, it really is. And, uh, I just, I can't wait to get out there and, and race this race. Nice. You plan to run your own race and, and run that, but if you have the best, your best day out there, what does that look like on Saturday? Uh, best day. I mean, I, I've learned that I, I, I should never focus on time. Mm -hmm. Um, time is something like I, in the beginning of my career, I was so focused on course records. I was so focused on, you know, trying to beat times and, and time, time, time. And I, and I think I had a lot of inconsistency because I was focused so much on, on times. Mm -hmm. And I've learned since that, that I, I don't need to focus on time. I need to focus on running my race, doing what I need to do. I need to focus on the little elements, you know, take, taking care of myself and, uh, you know, fueling properly. And as I do that, the time comes, the course records come. Yeah. And so I believe that, you know, if I go out there and, and I focus on me and I, I do what I need to do on the, on race day, I believe I can get the win. I really do. I, I have complete confidence that I can win this thing. Mm -hmm. I don't care what time I run. I really don't. Um, I'm not set on trying to break a course record or anything like that. There's so many yeah. elements that can go into that, you know, and, uh, I'm just, I, I'm just, yeah, I, I, I do believe I can win, but I'm focused on finishing first. Yeah. So if you had a great race and two people outran you and you finished third, you'd still be pretty happy with your day. I would be completely happy to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I really want to just get that hundred mile distance and I want to feel like I crossed that finish line. And I did what I could do on that day. Um, I can't control what other people mm -hmm. do. You know, yes, there's amazing athletes here. Jim Walmsley, Jared Hayes and Tim Tolson, you know, amazing guys. Yeah. Um, 
I'm not focused on them. Mm-hmm. I don't care about Jim. Like I don't care about Jared. I don't care about Tim. You know, I, I'm not even focusing on them in the race. I'm focusing on me and doing what I can do. And if that means that I, I finish 15th place, but I had the best day that I could have, then I'm happy with that. Yeah. You just mentioned a bunch of guys that you probably spent a bunch of time with and, and there's Matt Daniels out there too. You've paced. Mm-hmm. If you were to find yourself with these guys at mile 20 or mile 30 on the course, are you talking with them at all or is it like is it friendly early miles or is it is it butting heads from from the gun well i think we all know that the race doesn't start till forest hill um you know and so i'm focusing that first you know 60 to 80 miles just being calm under Mm -hmm. control relaxed and then that last 20 to 30 miles i'm just gonna go you know and it's all in and uh so i think yeah if i meet up with jim or or matt or jared or whoever yeah, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit, have a conversation, make sure that we, you know, we're, we're just keeping it nice and under control mm-hmm. and easy. Uh, me and Matt have talked about that before. We did that at JFK mm-hmm. for a few miles. We were just talking and having a good time on the, on the canal path together. And, you know, I, I think there's, there's part of that, but we're, we're there to race too. Mm-hmm. You know, we're there to beat each other. I've, I've trained with Jared and, and Jim and Steven Kirsch and some of the other guys leading into this race. Mm-hmm. I did a big stint out in Flagstaff and yeah, I, they're friends they're, they're mentors. You know, I bounce questions off them all the time, but I'm also there to compete against them. And, and, you know, competing makes all of us better. And, and that's a a mutual respect we have for each other. You had a pretty fantastic run at JFK last year. How did that feel? (laughs) Feel good. Yeah, Yeah. I feel good. Especially because, I mean, I wasn't focused on getting the course record at all. Mm -hmm. I had no times. Um, Mm -hmm. like I've talked about before, like keeping that, you know, turning off the watch, not caring about time or splits, and that's exactly what I did at JFK. I was out there having fun. You know, I ran with Jared and, and Steven and Matt for the first 15 miles on the Appalachian Trail. Um, me and Matt kind of took off when we hit the canal path. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of kept going from there. You know, I, I got to the last, I think, five miles. And the race director was there. And he's like, dude, you're going to break the course record. And I was like, there's no way. Like, there's no way I'm going to break the course record. And, he, and I looked down on my watch and I was like, well, I guess I am going to break the course record. Like, that's pretty cool. And yeah, like since then, like there was definitely a confidence builder and, and I've kind of built my training off of that, mm-hmm. like block after block after block has just gone great since then. Like, I feel like I'm a lot more fit than I was going into JFK, going into this race. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a lot more prepared and I feel like just training's been very good since then. With all that training, do you still feel fresh as oh. well? Yeah. Okay. Feel fresh. <laughs> I, I feel hungry. Like, like I, I was talking to, you know, a friend this week about the race and he was asking me how I felt going into it. And I just said, man, I, I feel so hungry. Like I feel so excited. And more, more, most importantly, I feel excited to suffer. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want to have pain. I, I want to go out there and I want to hurt and I'm excited to hurt. Like, to be honest with you. And I've gone into races uh, before UTMB, for instance, two years ago, I didn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't want to hurt. I felt like it was going to be easy. And I, I was kind of like, Oh, I, I don't really care to hurt. Like, hopefully I can just have a nice, easy race. It's never going to happen no. in a hundred miles. And it was the wrong mindset. Cause I was, I think I was a little overraced, overtrained, just not prepared for it. And this race feels completely different. I feel like I'm ready to hurt. I'm ready to suffer. I'm ready to go out there and deal with the heat. I, I actually want it to be hot and I'm excited for all those, those things that are going to make me have to get out of my comfort zone. Yeah. I was wondering you know, living in Southern Utah for quite a long while, for the most part, if you are looking forward to possibly a hot day out there, 
Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Southern Utah, in St. George, Utah. I live in Cedar City, Utah now. It's hot. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's St. George is really hot, especially we've had a huge heat wave coming. I mean, the whole country has, but it's been really hot in St. George. It's got up to 115, 120 degrees. And I've done some runs in 115 degree weather the last few weeks. Um, my heat training's gone really, really well. Um, I, I'm used to that though. I mean, I grew up playing in 115, 120 degrees in the summer, you know, riding my bikes with my brother all day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I actually embrace the heat and I love the heat. Um, I hate the cold and, uh, <laughs> so I'm really excited for, for the heat here. And, and I feel like I'll be prepared for that. I think it's a mindset too. You kind of have to have that mindset of like, I'm willing to handle the heat and I, and I feel like I am. Nice. Well, best of luck out there. Thanks man. Enjoy. Yeah. And suffer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>